pillow and blanket. Great adventures. <sighs> and you're playing a video game still. Are you come on, you gotta get with it. Okay. I'm ready, y'all. And Quran is playing a video game. I'm ready. <laughs> okay, are you ready? You sure? Oh, in character. Three, two, one, action. In character. So today we'll be discussing the importance of planning. Yes. What's it's very important because you know, like, like everybody needs a calendar once in a while. You know, I don't need one because I'm already together. Like, oh that, my god. Um, Cousin Aaron told you get your life. What did he say? Get your life right, or was it get your life together? Get it together. Get it together. You're definitely not together some days. No one is though. Everyone has that chaotic day, or that I didn't expect that, or I forgot it, and I'm now I'm rushing. So planning is very important. You ever heard of the five P's? No. Well, let me share them with you right now. Planning, peace, pain, people. <laughs> See, get it to get it together, man. Come on. No, planning, peace, paper. What? What you say? I said, planning, peace, paying people, people, and oh, cut process. it out. Just give it up. Throw the whole five P's. Your five P's out. <laughs> <laughs> so the five P's are proper. Planning prevents poor performance. Let me say it again. (laughs) Proper planning prevents poor performance. Poor performance. So if you plan properly, your performance will be excellent. It won't be a bad performance because you plan. It's like going to rehearsal, right? Mm -hmm. You're a dancer, right? Y'all have rehearsals, right? Correct? Yeah. If you miss three rehearsals, will you be able to be in a performance? Um, it depends on when the performance is. But okay. Like, let's if say it's in three days, okay. I'm not gonna yeah. let Yeah, let's say you got one week. Skip that out. Let's say rehearsal starts Saturday, the performance is next Saturday. You come to the first rehearsal but you miss Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You think you can oh, show up Friday and learn you're not in it, right? I mean, unless you're practicing at home, but you're out of that thing. Exactly. Because you did not do what? You didn't plan you didn't practice you didn't prepare yourself so if you want great results you have to plan so like for instance you have a lot of homework was given this week online more than four days would allow so now tomorrow morning which is friday you have to get up pretty early for you to do homework and you're probably gonna be doing homework majority of the day if you want it done before saturday and you may even go into Saturday to do it. But let's say you're like, oh, I'm going to do it at 12 o'clock noon or I'm going to do it at 5 on Friday. I don't think you're going to be done Saturday by noon. Okay. So, really, I'm going to tell you guys what Okay, sure. My teacher, he posted like 11 things on Tuesday. 11 and assignments. And he expected it. Yes, 11 assignments. Not things, assignments. <laughs> Things and are like he posted 11 t- teddy bears. Okay. 11. He posted five teddy bears, two Candy Crush games. Oh, can you get man? And, okay, I get it. So, <laughs> he posted history and math. He posted at least four history lessons and at least five um, math 
math lessons. So he expected all of us to be done with that by... Tomorrow? Friday? Yes, by Friday. But he posted it on Tuesday. Like... So, okay. Prime example. So what's the best approach to take care of all these assignments? You have to have what? Planning. You have to have a plan. Did, hold on, let me ask you. Did you have a plan? Do you have a plan? Did you say, I'm going to do this one first because this one, I know it's easy. I could get it out the way. Or did yes. you go to the most difficult one first? It may take more time. Yes, I, I'm doing all the math first, and then I'm doing all the history. Second. Yes, because... The history is like a lot of stuff to do. Like, you gotta highlight, you gotta write down the answers. You gotta look over and make sure it actually says what it's supposed to say. The dates, the dates and names all match. Yeah. The, the events, the articles. It's like, is that the question or is this not the question? What do they mean by the okay. question? Like, so, come on. So even, in your, <laughs> so even in your approach or your tactics or strategies, in your planning, so you're like, I'm gonna do my history. I know I have to highlight. I know I have to reread it, make sure I'm accurately documenting this day to these names and these events. How do you do that? I mean, what's 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 your strategic plan when you do that? Do you have like, is it a book or is all is it online? It's all online, Both. correct? Both. So, do you have a highlighter? Are you take taking notes? Mm -hmm. Do you rewrite the question? Um. I complete it in a whole sentence. So, like, if, you know, I, like, read the question, because mom tells me to do this. Mm -hmm. I have to read the question and then answer it. But I have to put the question in the answer. Yes, that's smart. So, yeah. so, I'm going to share how I plan. So, the day before I left work, um... My supervisor gave me my job assignment for tomorrow. I was already aware of it because I was a little bit involved in the job the day before, but today I had a whole new assignment. So now that he's giving it to me, the first thing I do, I look at the parts I'm going to need and the type of tools I'm going to need. So I've already made a mental list in my mind what I'm going to do. So then I alerted my partner I work with at work what our day is about to be about like hey this is what we got tomorrow so get some rest make sure you bring a lunch you know it's gonna be a big busy day but we're gonna get through it on a friday we're gonna make it fun we're gonna have a great time because we're gonna be prepared now when i get to work in the morning my strategy is i'm gonna gather all the tools i need all the materials and then we're gonna get busy so i'm already making my plans a whole day in advance mentally then the day of, I'm writing it down and I'm in action, executing each point that I have to achieve or touch, should I say. So yeah, planning is big. I mean, even on your way home, sometimes people, you you look at your GPS or your map app on your phone and you see traffic. All GPS does is plans you a route with least resistance, with, with less traffic. You know, and what else, what else could you plan? How you have a garden? You kind of look at the backyard, plan where you want to plant something. Um, when you color, simple as a coloring book. When you pick a coloring book up, you're starting something. Now you have to plan what colors you're going to paint, what part, what what section is going to be what color. Does these colors 
contrast? Do they con- conflict? Is this color going to overbear the next one? So, you know, do I want too many blues or do I want more blues? All planned. It's so simple, so subtle. Everyone does it. You want to jump into social media? Yeah. Everybody has it. Some form, some way. I don't. Yeah, you're not a social media person, which is good. You don't need it. It's a lot of attention. So, Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, TikTok, Snap. You know any more that I don't know about? Bim Bimbo, I think was one. Instagram, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, Facebook, Twitter. Um, I said those. Did? I just said it. You're sitting here. I'm sorry. You don't have to apologize. <laughs> See, not, she's not here today, y'all. she got something else going on. It's a whole bunch of stuff. It's a whole bunch uh, of stuff. But it's everything that we think is going on is really not going Dub on. Dub Smash. Dub Smash? What's that? Dub Smash is like, like, it's like TikTok. Okay. Except you know, it's not really TikTok. It's more like dances. Okay. And there's one more. I um, wonder what YouTube be considered a social media. Um, I don't know. Because you could put stuff on. You could put contents on there. I mean, you can leave remarks. You can communicate back and forth. I don't know. Would that be considered social media? Um, You have Lomotif. Lomotif? See, I don't know anything about some Okay, I have Lomotif. Uh, except I like I didn't sign in with it. I no, didn't sign you can just it. watch. Oh, you just have it. It's on yeah, your phone. Like, I use it to make stuff for, like, um... I made something for my sister for her birthday, and I made something, well, I'm trying to make something for my mom, I made something for my brother, and I'm thinking I'm going to make something for you, too. No, well, thank you. I thank you in advance. You're going to plan it, so you're planning this. Yes. (laughs) Okay, see, we're always planning. We don't know it. Even when we think we're not planning, we're planning. If you give it thought, that's planning. So some of the let's talk about some of the good, the bad, and the ugly of social media. Want to talk about the ugly first? Let's get that out the way. No, I talk about the bad first. Well, they're all. I mean, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I deal with all three. Let's talk about the ugly. Let's go for uh, the worst and then work our way back to the good. Can I share some some ugly stuff that I see? Yeah. I think fights, filming fights, um. Glorifying violence, that's not cool. I don't think that. I feel like people would rather watch you and film you get punched or bullied or beat up on or just attacked, assaulted, and they don't get involved. They just film it. Sometimes they cheer it on. You know, that's when it's real bad, when they cheer it on, you know? That's not um, cool. I think that when they show the fights, I think that's good because... It's like, like when people post stuff like that, it's like an example of what people shouldn't be doing. Do you know that on, I think, Facebook Live, one of those, Instagram Live, people have lost their life. They've been shot and killed while they're filming live. Yes. That's not cool. Like, for me, that's just the ugliest thing that we could do as human beings is to record the worst part of us and then share it globally because once it's on these platforms you may delete it off your phone but it still stays on their server it still stays in their network and they own the rights to most people don't know when you post something you forfeit the rights to any image 
that you may post. It may be your baby. And you're like, oh, look at my cute one-year-old daughter or son. I take a picture. I share it with all my friends on Instagram. And next you know your baby's on a billboard. You didn't give them the rights to it. But they they took the picture off of Instagram. And now you're in court trying to fight for the rights of your child's image. There was a young man. And you guys just Google this. There was Instagram photos being sold at a museum in New York for up to $100,000. For real? Yeah. Put, pull it up on your phone. So just Google Instagram photos sold 100000 and it should show up. And this guy had these pictures blown up. He took pictures that had a lot of likes. So if you had 50,000 likes, 60,000 likes, he looked at it for high of volume photos, photos that got a lot of viewings and likes because he knew those were um, alluring, right? So he had an art gallery and he was selling these huge poster board size photos of people's Instagram page with your, with your Instagram name on it and everything, the amount of likes you had and people were actually buying them. And some of the uh, people who stuff was found out, who, who images was taken and sold found out and they tried to sue the guy and i believe they lost in court he had a cease and assist but they didn't get any profit or gains from their photos because once it was on instagram it was up for grabs so i think like i think the girls uh shaking their butt all the time on instagram oh and put some clothes on and get out them dirty bathrooms clean your house up where your mom at You know, talking about what I mean for real. Like at some point, come on, enough's enough. Like, let's see what's between your shoulders. You know, what's what's between your ears? Then you shaking your butt on the world wide web. Like, that's played out, yo. How how, how many years now have people been doing that? You know, I'm tired of seeing people twerking. I want to start seeing my people working. You dig? What you gotta say about that? I feel like you came up with that. I just created it. Hashtag tired of seeing people twerking. Want to see my people working. I ought to copyright that. So here we go. Photographer sells others Instagram photos. It was CNN.com 2015, May 27, 2015 on CNN. Uh, you can see there right there, and we're going to pull this up. So check that out. CNN 2015. A gentleman was actually selling Instagram photos. What are those? Instagram wow. photos. Yeah, didn't believe it. And some of the photos have received, they have reportedly sold for $90,000. Whoa. So artist Richard Prince took screenshot others' photos. Screenshot. He straight screenshot at your photo and he sold some for $90,000. So it's real. Just know that when you put your stuff online, you, you you forfeit the rights to it. It doesn't belong to you anymore. So be careful what you post. So all them shaking booty videos and all that. Somebody got them. <laughs> Come on, man. World Wide Web. It's not the neighborhood web. It's the World Wide Web. So some of the bad. Let's talk about just some of the bad. What do you think? Some of the stupid pranks they do? Are like outrageous pranks? Like I'm, I mean, I do like the one where they would throw the balloon at the person and they'd have to pop it and one would have water in it. <laughs> How about the prank where they had the home homeless guy sit in the um the chair with the airbag in it? Or they gave the guy the cigarette with the uh firecracker in it. 
Like, that's not cool. Like, that should be part of the uh, ugly, but we'll leave it at the bad, right? That's just bad behavior. And they, and they think it's humorous, but it's not funny. Because if someone did it to you or did it to your father or your grandfather, I mean, mm-hmm. and they try to do it to the down and out, right? People who don't have a lot, they might offer him $10 to sit in the chair. He sits there, they eject the airbag, you know? And the guy has really no voice because he may be a homeless person or don't have much. You know, he's vulnerable. So that's to me, that's the bad. Like, we got to do better as a people. But let's jump into the good. What about it? Tell me something good about social media. What's a good thing? Um, the smiles. Some good stories. Some good stories. I think the benefit of people sharing photos with their families, because we don't all live close to each other. Mm-hmm. People move, commute, live far. New babies, we can share photos all at one time. I don't have to send, I don't have to make this group thread where I text everybody photos. I just put it on Instagram or social media. All my family could see it. I could share my vacations. I could, you know, you could just share good information. I think as well, one thing real could, could you concentrate? Karan, you're not concentrating. <laughs> I'm concentrating. You are not here, right? This is just the pillow show today. Blanket is not <laughs> on deck. Blanket has has went went to bed. Concentrate. Okay. For real. You asked for this. Come on. Be present. Oh, Get it together. Take a deep breath. Hold on. We're going to do a little meditation, guys. Just hold on one second. Take a deep breath. (laughs) Come on, come on, come on. Get serious, get serious. Deep breath. Exhale. Inhale. Exhale. All right. You're welcome. But I got a bad one. Okay, share well. Share a bad one. Um, when, like, you know, made me forget that. Do you think social media helps remind people things? I see some really nice quotes. I see some great artwork. I see musicians, like, really doing their thing. Like, I think it's good to share positive and great influential vibes, right? Like, right now with the whole D-Nice doing the nine-hour DJ set and you know, other DJs are spinning and the whole Teddy Riley versus, who was he versing? Uh, Babyface. I mean, no, that's great. That's good. It's entertaining. Uh, it's just good vibes. You know, I'd rather watch that than the stuff that we said was bad and ugly. ugly. So, anything else? You want to share something? You got something to say? Um, no. You are not here today. I am. You are not present. Yes, I am. Hey, you guys, I just want y'all to know when it's time to renew con- contracts, we're going to really renegotiate this one's contract. <laughs> I get 60% of it. <laughs> okay, let's talk about hygiene, dental care. Uh, what's that? Appearance. Appearance, feel good, look good. Yes. So, we are going to be talking about this because I am going to get like a little guard thing because I have something that you called a tongue thrust. Hmm. And it's actually really soothing. Please make sure that you give your children pacifiers so they that so that they don't end up doing this. Yes. There you go. 
It's sounding like getting a, a retainer or braces. Yes. It, it corrects the teeth. It's like, yeah. A structural correction. Mm-hmm. I saw it talked it's, about that contract. You got a little active. You got really involved. 60%. We're going to talk about that. 60%. <laughs> um, 60%. Well, I, I'm just the help, huh? We're off topic. Man. Okay. Okay. So I'm not the help. I just want you to know. <laughs> okay, 50 50. 50 50. Okay. Shake on it. All right. That what kind of gypsy shake you had? <laughs> Boy, she tried okay. to give me a quick, <laughs> quick, quick little slick okay, shake. Okay, okay, okay. So, okay. hygiene, dental care, and appearance. Feel good, look good. Yes. So, the importance of brushing your teeth? Yes, I'm actually starting to brush my teeth. In morning and night, sometimes three times a day. Because, After meals. You know, just because. And so I'm technically getting like a retainer, except it's not really a retainer where it's like on the top of your mouth. It's just like in the middle of your mouth, you know, between the upper half and the bottom half. Because it's like a gate to where your tongue, it'll make sure that. Your tongue stays down. Yeah, it'll make sure that your tongue doesn't push. Yes. So they're asking me if I want the permanent one or the removable one. So the thing is, I'm going to have to wear it when I eat, sleep, talk. The only time that I get to take out the removable one is when I'm brushing my teeth, which really sucks. So I think I'm going to get the permanent one. And what I'm going to do about eating is I'm just going to go on a liquid diet. Oh, Lord, I've heard it all. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Hey, you got a great plan. I ain't going to knock. I'm not going to knock your plan. Because I wear, uh, oh, and guess what? I found my mouth my mouth guard. Mm-hmm. So I clench my teeth. I don't grind them. I clench them. So I had to buy a mouth guard maybe about a year ago. And I misplaced it. Yes, he did. Beginning he of the year. Like around February. I'm, yeah, I do. Well, I found it yesterday. Okay. And I will start wearing it this weekend. So we'll go through our process together. How's that? Yes. And also, after I get, like, the little guard, I'm going to have to get braces. Is that a for I sure? Really, uh, maybe. Possible. It's possible. a possibility. But um, I won't be able to pick the colors, which is really sad because my parent won't let me. Get some goals. The other parent wants me to get a visible line, but I want to get, I'm like, about, a navy blue. I'm about to go diamonds. Or red. I'm grilling it. I'm going to get a grill after You're going to think I'm Lil Wayne next time you see me. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, but dental hygiene is, is like dental care, period. Like, floss, brush. Stay away from sugary foods. Like, literally, like, it's so real. You only have two sets of teeth. Baby teeth that you know you're going to lose and then the adults. And once they get adults, that's it, y'all. You know, you don't want a mouthful of fillings and cavities and root canals and all that. I mean, and gum health as well. Take care of your gums. Like, Listerine. I hate to promote a brand, but Listerine. Get that old yellow. 
that old hot yellow to make your gums sizzle. That definitely cleans the deeper part of your you gums. You know, they made me take Listerine when I went to the orthodontist. Yeah. And like, dentist it was just really, so hot. Dentist is, like, every dentist I went to pushed Listerine. Like, don't, all that other stuff is garbage. Use the old school Listerine because it kills the bacteria and the germs that sit from food in your mouth. I think I'm going to start using Listerine. You should. So, Dad. Yes. Tell us how you start clenching your teeth. Wow, I think uh, I think it was our. It's mostly stress related, you know. You hold anxiety, like you know. I don't talk a lot about everything, but you know, you hold it in. You can't fight all the time. Can't punch everybody in their mouth. So in return, you just like, and you just clench your teeth. You know how they be like? I had to keep my mouth shut. Well, I am truly the definition of I kept my mouth shut with a lot of force in my jaws. But, uh, yes, I mean, that's it. But I'm now more, and it's common. It's not like I'm the only one who does it. It's very common. But if you do it for too long, you remove a a coating off your teeth Mm. to where your teeth become sensitive because you actually clench your teeth. So your teeth are like you're pushing against them to where they start getting little chips in them. Because I used to have, like, little chips in my teeth. Like, why my tooth feel so jagged back there? Why well, don't chip some of it off just by clenching, like putting two rocks together and pressing? Wow. So, I mean, and I want to keep my teeth as long as I can. You know I mean? I'm teasing about a grill, but still. And uh, that's big, like keeping your teeth, keeping healthy teeth. They can be pretty. It's always nice because we say feel good, look, look good, or look good, feel, feel good. But flossing... Uh, yeah, you feel them ways. She crying to rub the top of my head, boy. She got seasick. That's Ocean's Eleven, girl. <laughs> yeah, Titanic get on this head, boy. It's going down. Them waves deep. Deep waves. Yeah, I've been wearing my do-rag and brushes. Feel good, look good. High Hygiene and appearance. Wear a little cologne. So when you get out the shower, y'all, let me tell y'all something. Oil up. He does it when he sleeps. Oil up. And he goes to sleep. Yeah, I do it when I right before I go to bed. Uh, summertime, I do it both. Uh, go, go to bed, get up. Oil up. Um, get the best deodorant you can find for your environment. If it's real hot, you might have to try several brands and keep it right or use it four or five times a day after them quick showers. But uh, get some deodorant that has a little scent to it. Find a little baby powder or talcum powder. Hit some spots on the body. Feel me? You understand? Keep it fresh. A little cologne, a little perfume, never hurt nobody. Um, and stay fresh. Stay, I mean, I tell people new socks, new underwear for men. Women, new things that y'all wear, right? Underclothes, we'll just say. Jordans is cool. I guess. I don't own a pair, never have. You know, high-end jeans is cool, right? Logo, big name shirts is cool. But what is all that if you ain't got a fresh pair of drawers on a fresh pair of socks? That's not cool. That's like having a brand new refrigerator with rotten food on the inside. You know, you got one soda and a loaf of bread that's mildew. Like, get it together, man. Like, take care of it from, you know, take care of them socks and them drawers, man. Stay, stay fresh, man. Because after that, anything you put on over that, you clean Brand new size, brand new underwear. You, you, anything you put on after that, you sauce. I'm not gonna lie. Last weekend, somebody tried to feed me mildew bread. Why? That's child abuse. <laughs> they didn't know. 
I guess he didn't know. I uh-oh. don't know if he uh-oh. did. Uh oh, uh oh, I don't want to say no names. We we gonna leave the names out of this. We don't want we don't want child protective services coming to the house. I'll be telling you about going to visit some people, family and no family. You can't. You gotta watch yourself. You gotta be careful. <laughs> Everybody ain't your mom and your daddy. You know. You dig? Everybody ain't your mom and your daddy. Mildew bread, huh? They just <laughs> did they make the whole sandwich? Didn't recognize the bread was mildew, or did they catch it first? No, they put it. He he was making me a hot dog. They put the hot dog on the mildew. They didn't look at it. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! He didn't look at the bread. He just thought it was okay. Okay, then let me tell you, people that's of senior age, when you get older. <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. We ain't going to say no names. (laughs) Let me talk to some of my senior family members and relatives and people out there who are listening. When you get older, that is not an excuse to not check the expiration date on your food. That is not an excuse not to inspect the food before you serve it to somebody. And it's not an excuse for leaving food on the stove for days at a time and be like, go in there and go get you something. (laughs) <laughs> and you look at it, and there's, like, mold on there, cold, like, grimy grease. Like, I'm not eating that. Oh, I made that a few days. It's good. You never refrigerate it? You just left it on your <laughs> stove? Not. So, my senior friends, families, and relatives and colleagues, <laughs> I want y'all to tighten up now. <laughs> tighten it up. And don't be serving my baby no, what was it, molded milk, mildew bread on a hot dog? Yes. Maybe they figured it was. put the meat on it already. So, like, I had to eat the inside of it and not the oh, skin. Oh, Lord. Then you you ate it anyway. No, I didn't eat the bread. Hey, now. I didn't <laughs> eat no bread. I didn't eat that hey, bread. Your, high, your hygiene is questionable right now. But I think it's mold. Mold is penicillin. That's how they found out what pen penicillin was. In, in a lab, they let some mold sit there, and then they used it and found out that it uh it kills certain uh bacteria and germs. Oh, really? Uh huh. So if I penicillin. ate penicillin, what would You just have a small dose of pen penicillin in you. That's it. You just <laughs> you would have killed any bacteria or germs in you. No, you would have ate it all. I'll, I'll go to the doctor and get penicillin. I, I, I ain't about that. to eat no molded bread to get penicillin. <laughs> I'm not going to eat that. Oh, yeah. boy. Well, you we must out. You know who this really is. I know exactly who it is. <laughs> I know where you was last week. You're 11. What do you think? I don't know your schedule. <laughs> You're a part of my planning. I plan for where you're going to be. All right. We out? Yeah, we're out this day. Anything else? All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Be safe in the quarantine still. Yes, make sure you stay at home. Face coverings. Wash your hands. Anywhere you get a mask, hand sanitizer, toilet tissue, which is going by really fast. What is up with the toilet tissue? What people think that's going to save them? I don't know. Like, who really needs... You got rags at home, man. <laughs> Molded bread and rags. That's what your thing is. Okay. All right, you guys. Your hygiene is questionable right now. All right, you guys. Peace See you out. later. Peace.